Hey, it's me, Richie T, and uh, all the way from the Conan O'Brien Studios, I've got Maddie from the 1975 on the phone with me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I uh, this this interview has been like three weeks in the making, so I'm glad we finally get the chance to sit down and talk. Yeah, me too. Let's talk about what's going on today. Have you already been on Conan O'Brien? Is that something that's that's going on? I know it tapes earlier in the day, but have you done that already? Um, no, no. It's just um, it, we we've just done our sound check and stuff like that. We're all just um, getting ready to film the show in about an hour or so. It's all very exciting. Ha- have you ever done anything like this before? No, this is our first bit of like proper big TV, so it's a big one to start out on. But yeah, so it's really cool. We're just in a kind of bustling backstage area just getting ready to go what kind of stuff do they have to do you have to do i know you mentioned sound check but yeah you just got to sound check and you got to make sure they got all their cameras right and you got to get hair and makeup and you know it's everything that you'd imagine it's all all light as pretty nerve-wracking no not really i mean it's kind of this is what we do i suppose we're on to do about 300 shows this year so oh my gosh there's nothing to be nervous about uh how did it how did it come about that you guys got on conan i'm sure it was management and that kind of thing but how did you guys hear about it oh we heard about it recently we were really excited i mean when you're in the you know even in the uk you know about those shows you know about the late night shows or the lettermans and conan o'brien we well i mean we the kind of acceleration in our popularity has happened over the past couple of months so the idea of this was was miles away uh, only in august last year but yeah it, it's crazy that we get the opportunity let's talk about the last couple of months what's been the big thing that's been driving you guys so much oh just the fact that we've been able to you know that this music that we've always been making for ourselves before anybody invested in it like if august last year after we put our first record out it's just been getting bigger and bigger and people have been embracing it on a bigger level. And I mean, like in the UK, our album's not even out yet and we've got dates at Brixton Academy and the Royal Albert Hall. We've um, we've kind of become quite an established band over a short period of time. It's been amazing. Is there a thing for you that once you've done it, you're like, there, now we did it, guys. That's like that's like the pinnacle point. Well, I suppose it would be something like headline Glastonbury, but we did Glastonbury this year, and there's about thirty odd thousand people came down, and we supported them. Um, we supported the Rolling Stones uh, last week or the week before um, at Hyde Park. That that was one of those moments. But I think it's it kind of all forms of art, and I suppose a career is all about evolution, isn't it? So it's with every step you, you're looking for the next one. So I don't know when I'll ever feel the peak i think i'll always be looking for the next thing how did you guys get together we've been together for about 10 years we um we we just met at school at the age of about 13 and we started playing in like just a kind of punk pop punk band and we stayed with each other ever since and we just used to make music in our in our town near manchester a pretty big a pretty big music scene there in manchester it is it is a big music scene not necessarily that relevant to us i think um the whole tribalist element of the Manchester music scene has not really been that apparent with us because we didn't actually grow up around there. Like we, uh, me and George, especially moved there, kind of at the age of about ten. Like I grew up listening to black American soul music, so um, that's kind of where our our history lies. And so you just were all in a class, and di- and one of you guys decided, uh, hey, let's form a band, and that's kind of how it came together. Or talk a little well, bit more about that. Kind of, I suppose it was just for fun. I mean, when you're like thirteen you're not really doing anything because you think it's cool because you haven't really formed your social identity at that point. You're, everything you do is just a pursuit of fun. And I think that's been a main factor that stuck with us. You know, we've always just done this for ourselves and always never let it kind of be compromised. 
so yeah, we met at 13 and we've seen each other every single day. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, man. Was it originally the 1975 or what did you guys call yourself? Oh no, we had loads of names. We probably had about seven or eight names, but remember we're like, it's 10 years of being in a band and we, we put our first record out only eight months ago. So we've evolved. It's been a constant evolution over years and years, but the same lineup, which is cool. What was the first band name? Do you remember? First band name, I think it was um, Me and You versus Them. <laughs> you know, kind of like a refused vibe. I think that's what we were going for. Do you remember some of the other ones too? Yeah, there was Me and You versus Them. And then we would drive like I do for a long time. And then Big Sleep and The Slowdown. And then the 1975 was... But the 1975 was when we actually became like a real band, you know? What, where did the uh, 1975 come from? Oh... Uh, it's this, um, this story's kind of been a bit romanticized, I suppose. It comes from a book that I got when I was on holiday when I was about 19. I got given this book by this artist that I met. And um, when I came to reading it, it had kind of been treated by, like a diary by a previous owner. And it had loads and loads of scribblings in it. Um, and it was dated the 1st of June, the 1975. And I just liked the use of the word the. I thought it was quite jarring. I thought it was interesting. And it just stuck with me. So when we came to name the band, it seemed like quite an appropriate name. Do you still have the book? I think I gave it to a girl to like impress her. But it was like before the band was actually doing anything, so I didn't really think anything of it. So I now can't we find it anyway. Yeah, now we got to get that book back. I need to get it off her. Yeah, let's get it back from her. You tell you tell me the name, and I'll help you find her. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> You've heard our songs. <laughs> you know what I'm like. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the songs. You've been talking uh, about putting out an album, but you guys haven't put out a, f a full album yet. You know, no, just we put out sixteen songs though across four EPs. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I want to know if it's true that the reason why, or, or tell me the reason why you have just done the four EPs. I want to see if it matches up with what I found. Well, what did you find? What I found was is that you, the way you guys kind of explain it is. Uh, that like when you meet someone... Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so talk about that, because I think that's, that's kind of a rarity. Well, I think what it is, you've got to remember that this really, at the risk of sounding cliche or pretentious, this really is, and I've been quoted saying this, it's, it's a pursuit of excellence amongst four individuals. Harking back to the, the, the time when I said that we first met at the age of 13, the reason that we're in this band is because of the way that making music together makes us feel. The fact that other people have embraced it it's fantastic and it's wonderful and it's enabled us to think about having a career as doing it, but it's not at all the reason for why this music's created. And I think that's why when we came to putting out music, we realized that we had the attitude and we thought, well, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it our own way because we've got nothing to lose, really. So we wanted to make sure that when we put out music, that we wanted to put out, before we put this album out, because the album's like a culmination of five years of, of, of our lives it's like the kind of soundtrack to our lives and with the EPs we wanted people to kind of fall in love with our band like you fall in love with a person and I think you need and, and, and I mean kind of in the way that the more you know about someone over a longer period of time then the more you both invest in the relationship and the more rewarding it is for both parties and I think the fact that we've released a lot of material it's given people an opportunity to really, really emotionally invest in the band before they're provided with an album. And I mean, if you look at our deluxe debut album, I think you can pre-order it or some shit or something. But like, it's it's 39 songs <laughs> on a debut deluxe album, 
and only three of the songs off the EPs of the 16 songs are on the album and it's a 16 track debut so it's 39 different full songs right, it's like um, put, it's like putting out on the first date if you guys were to just give that to us all of a sudden exactly and you've got to remember mate that like putting this album out for us is like dropping your kid off at the first day of school when he's like 24 you know what i mean like we've lived with these these songs every single one of them songs on that album at one point or another has been the most important thing in our lives it's been the one thing that we were defined by and i think the fact that we've had that amount of time and the fact that we've made this album the way that we want to make it and it's not been compromised through anything like time or fear of future material or compromised by kind of commit you don't really get that anymore because there's not most bands haven't been together for 10 years making music dependent whether people care or not most bands you know meet at i don't know at the age of 17 and then they put an album out a year later i don't think you can acquire enough humanity to do what we want to do what we want to do is make people feel the way that we felt about like proper big records like phil collins on face value or michael jackson on bad you know that's what we want to do Let's give people a little sample of it. Which song would you like me to do first here? I'll put chocolate on first. All right. Uh, we're going to sample a little bit of it, and then we'll come back and talk, okay? Okay. All right, so tell me a little bit about that. That song? Yeah. I suppose it's the song of the moment that's been most embraced. It's kind of defined us in the UK, that song at the moment. It's, um, I don't know, it, it, narratively, it's a very, very specific song about a very specific bunch of people. I suppose what, I, what we're talking about there, it's a love letter to the authority figures in our town, um, you know, about small town boredom, both both by the kids and the... And I think it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. A love letter to the, the authority figures in our town. And I think that people like it because it, I think it's got a good groove to it, you know? Mm-hmm, definitely. I think we have, we have as, every time as cinematic as possible and we always said that our album, we wanted it to be like John Hughes had directed a movie about our lives and we'd done the soundtrack. And I think chocolate's a good example of that. You know, it's that good kind of feel-good pop. You, you, you know, you, you talk about uh, the kind of the uh, the John Hughes and the soundtrack. It, is is it more than just using that to relate, or do you have a certain amount of like admiration for John Hughes? Oh no, we have a lot of admiration for John Hughes. Those movies, I fell in love with. Like I, I fell in love with music through a lot of those films, and that is literally what we set out to do. We wanted our album to make us feel like those movies did and make people feel like those movies did, that kind of lustful desire, that that antiquated kind of over-romantic teenage vibe. That's what we wanted to put out in our album, but kind of about us, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know I don't have a tremendous amount of time, so let's tease another song, sample a little bit, come back and talk, and then I'll let you go be on Conan O'Brien, okay? Okay, cool. Sample the um, the saxophone bit, the saxophone solo from me. Okay. That's the best bit of the song.
There it is. Let's talk a little bit about it. That song, I suppose, is me at my most guilty, which I suppose is a running theme through a lot of the record, because a lot of our records are quite self-deprecating. And I think it's a song about me apologizing, really. It was a very, it, it came about very quickly, that song. It was written, I think, over a period of about 24 hours. And, oh, wow. And then my friend, well, like a lot of them, you know, Music for Cars, the whole record was written and recorded in a week. Jeez. So it was the IVEP. So, like, um, not the American one, the British version of the IVEP, but, um, yeah, we wrote Music for Cars in, in a week and recorded it in the same week. So that's the way it happens a lot of the time. And, yeah, Me was written and recorded in about a day. Why? Why and is... Why is there a difference between the uh, UK EP of uh, of Ivy and the US version? Well, it's because our campaign started a bit later in America, and I think what happened was when the label decided that they almost wanted to make a super EP, because uh, I think it was quite a political decision, with you, to be honest with you. I think people were kind of figuring out, because the, the way that America works and the way that the, way that the radio works, it's a lot of a longer process. Mm-hmm. So we kind of made... A culmination of all almost the best of our EPs and then provided one EP into the album because that's kind of how it goes in America whereas in England we had a bit more free reign. Let me ask you as you're doing these interviews and people will say the EP4 because you use the uh, letters I yeah. and V did, did, at that point do you just want to be like ah interview's done? Not at all I don't really mind you call it whatever you want IV or 4 or whatever I mean I think the um, I wanted to call it that because a lot because it just I think it's quite a romantic idea the idea of intravenous what, what, how do you say that Han? yeah intravenous yeah intravenous yeah. yeah I like the, the idea of it and I'd had kidney stones recently Ugh. and I remember feeling my arm thinking about it good name for it oh that's and great the fourth one so you're not like stupid if you think it's called four because it does make sense it makes more sense than it being called IV <laughs> so you're, you actually agree with them you're like yeah maybe four yeah it should be four yeah. but it's not uh, you you talk you've talked a lot about in this interview about uh, romance and uh, and being romantic and and you know for people that I have talked to who love your guys's music they just they they describe you guys with kind of this um, kind of a romantic sex appeal is that something that you're aware of or just really thankful for it's not something I'm consciously aware of when I'm creating or have been creating our identity. But it's something that you can't ignore due to people's reaction, mm-hmm. both live and, I suppose, as a response from... I know that people find us attractive in that way. Mm-hmm. I know that, because well, we've been told it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, you can't really ignore it, but it's not really... Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with, with romance and sex and everything in between and every, all the connotations that it provides and all the things that... How exciting the whole thing is and that's why again i love all those kind of movies you know mm-hmm. it's the idea of ideal like this album's kind of like an idealized vision of our life especially of my life because it's my lyrics but we've all kind of we've been we've all been there together so it's the same uh i'll let you go tell me where people can uh find you guys uh online or you know your social media stuff i noticed you guys have instagram tell people where they can get all that stuff just go on the computer and figure it out for yourself. You live in the 21st century. You should be able to sort it out. Just Google it. The 1975 and it'll go crazy. I'm not going to point you in any direction. <laughs> Thank you. I love that answer. That, I, I asked that question of everyone to give them that opportunity. And that, and that really is. It's like, what? You can't find it? You can't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know what? 
You're right. From now on, you mark my words, Maddie. I will never answer uh, ask that question again. I'll just tell everyone <laughs> that same answer that you just gave me. That's brilliant. I like to start a little mini revolutions. Best of luck tonight on Conan, okay? All right, mate. Cheers. Thank you. See you later, mate. Bye.